Hey, oh, today we are talking about this weightlessness that comes from doing your dreams. Now, it is a process, it is an upward movement, but the more that we get into the actual doing, the more high vibe state we get into. So that's, that's really it. Um, it is sort of this continued journey upward. It doesn't happen all at once though. Eventually it starts to feel like that. And it is a skill that we better over time. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss, where we do dreams. And I definitely said that out of order, but you're all still here with me because uh, <laughs> you just got here. <laughs> Maybe it's time to sign off. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. This is where we just take time to celebrate how amazing we are. I offer up mine every day as an example of things you can celebrate and In case you're struggling, there are about 800 examples of how you go about greatness grounding. So I won't bore you with explaining it more, even though I will probably explain it every single day because it is a very important part of how we grow into doing our dreams. Actually believing in ourselves, believing in what's illogical, believing in what's possible. That's one of the first ways. And in order to believe in that, we have to tell ourselves a lot of stories, create a new culture. And the easiest way to create a new culture is literally how cultures have been made throughout the years, a continuation of stories. And so those stories being passed down are 
how we know. So, this is also how we grow. And we do it every day. So, my great thing from... Um, this... There's like a million, but I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Life is so amazing when you take control of it. When you tell the world what you want and start walking towards it. And not every single piece is amazing. Not every single part of that journey is. There is a lot of hurt and heartache on sides of that. But we know, right? We know that somewhere in there, there's greatness etched in and it's coming. And in order to manifest that, we have to first say what it is that we want. And I wanted to be in control of my life. I wanted to decide where we go next. And I wasn't in control. And so I had to take that back. And so the greatest thing was originally in the concept of my gift shop. It was originally named Upgift because I wanted people to give the way that I enjoyed giving, which was like this double back giving. Like you're giving, but you're giving from an organization. Like I love giving gifts that also give back. And so that was the original concept of my gift shop, which is now local, but it was Upgift. And so all of the gifts that were sourced in there gave back in some way. And the cool thing is one of those things were that we were going to source goods from locals, but I was thinking mostly just local businesses and we'd probably have one or two. And in buying from them, you would be giving back to your community. And so there still was that aspect. And that was really the initial thought of this gift shop. That's what we were going to do. And it shifted over time, mostly because we did research and that wasn't really what people were grasping onto. But this idea of local, of supporting local, which was always in there, seemed to be something that people grasp onto more. And so we dove more into that pillar and developed it further and also found my passion at the root of what this movement was. And so what's exciting is I knew that this give back, this upgift idea was always something that we would probably come back to at some point. But I knew that it was a pillar that we would develop as we continued developing this brand. Like what would that look like? I wasn't sure, but that wasn't like the first pillar to stand on. I knew that. And I always wanted to find a way to give back. And the cool and crazy thing is when you're starting something, you're basically capital neutral. So much of what you're starting is going back into investments to make the space better, to make the experience better, to just market it, to get it going. And that's tough, right? Like, because you think you're going to start a business and you're going to make all this money and you're going to be some rich millionaire and you probably will be, but there is going to take a minute. Okay. 
And so (laughs) I knew that I wanted to give back. I didn't know how I was going to do that. I thought that I would take a percentage of my sales and give back every percent of that. But the cool thing is there wasn't a whole lot. A lot of the things that I was doing were either cost neutral or ended up costing money or made just like over maybe a hundred dollars, maybe. And even that was pushing it when you weighed in like the gas and all of the things that we needed to just do it. So (laughs) most things being cost neutral, most things are going to be in the beginning. So we sort of just understand that and live in that moment. And so I remember having this conversation with my sister and just being like, I don't know how we're going to give back, but I still want to. And the cool thing is we were going into towns and we were making these town specific shirts and I don't know how to give back, but we have some leftover shirts. And so we ended up just donating those back to clothing shelters in that area or churches or whomever could utilize these as our way of giving back because monetarily I wanted to give back, but we just didn't have that. And so that becomes this like really cool part of what we're doing with those shirts. And yesterday I had my first cause pop up and it was this like, incredible experience where we got to get back to that pillar that I was always called to with this shop. We got to support a local cause and give in that way. And I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I just know that that has always been a part of what this was meant to be. And so actually living out a portion of that and getting asked to do something like that was really cool. And it seems like almost everything that we're doing now is super cool. Um, But that definitely was this full circle moment where we got to bring a pillar, a portion to life of what this was always meant to be. And yeah, It was incredible um, just getting to show up and support something like that, getting to celebrate people like that, that experienced this and get to create for them. Like, I don't know, something about t-shirts and the way that they communicate things that are meaningful to us, I find really amazing. Is it just a t-shirt? Is it? Or is it an active billboard? Everything that you put on is portraying who you are. And so I love t-shirts for that reason. I love clothing for that reason. It gives us this ability to communicate without saying words. And I love actually putting words on shirts and allowing them to say that and create connections and conversations from that. And if that didn't exist, We might not have that in. We might not have that talk, that moment, that ability to create those connections. So I 
feel grateful to be moving in that direction to have been asked to do something like that because this is something that has been on my heart for a long time and just figuring out how we show up in that space and that's really feeling it out figuring out who we are there and so we now have the local love line which is just us going in and celebrating small communities and giving them more chances to talk about their communities and all the things that are amazing about them creating t-shirts specifically related to town to their town right not just the school and the pride that goes behind that to the actual town and the excitement that goes into living there and experiencing these small towns. And then yesterday was the first time that we did a local cause shirt, which is highlighting and focusing on causes in our community that exist and things that we should celebrate that they're here to support the people who live right here because if those things don't exist if those causes aren't here people have to travel to find them or converse with someone who maybe isn't experiencing the things that they are right like we have different elements than other places in the world or we have different mindsets different ways of thinking different things that are important and so it's really important that these causes exist to help out people who look feel and sound a lot like people right here and so yeah it was amazing it was amazing to experience a portion of a pillar that we dreamt up long ago that we thought we would stand on first that has come to this beautiful evolution of what the brand local is and I think that pillar had to step away for a second in order for the rest of this to kind of play out the way that it was always meant to so Grateful to be doing that work, grateful to be partnering with such strong and amazing, inspirational entrepreneurs who are doing cause work and just excited to sort of see where we get on this journey. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. So today we're going to talk about this weightlessness, and I've talked about it before. And I've experienced it before. And I've been walking rather weightless for a while. But now it's almost like levitating is going to creep people out, even though there's a song about it. And it's really rather plain language. Um, We'll just say this like floating. Weightlessness leading to floating. And that, that experience, that momentum is sort of this crazy thing. And I don't know that I can quite explain it. 
but it seems like ever since the opening of this and not even the opening, I would say ever since I knew that this was going to happen, it was like we grew a couple inches above ground. Like we started walking on higher air. And I don't, know if it was that, if it is just having conversations, if it's all of this work coming to life, if it's, I don't know exactly what it is, but the weightlessness is still here. Something that we released a couple of months ago. And now it almost feels like we're starting to fly. Like, we're weightless, and now we're floating. We're not quite flying yet, but I can feel afloat. And it seems weird to say, even weirder to experience, but that's really where life has been operating for the last couple of weeks. Almost like I'm outside, just looking in and knowing how everything's going to play out. Like just knowing that it will all be just fine, that we will figure it out, that everything is playing in our favor. And I think, you know, you almost have to be in that mental headspace in order for these things to happen. Like what starts as a little drop of rain can quickly become a flood in either direction. And this floating is seemingly making me untouchable when I stay in that element, when I stay in that belief headspace. The floating hits different, right? And part of that hitting different is just staying in the belief. The belief of self. The belief and acknowledgement of weightlessness in this world. One of my favorite songs that I was listening to this weekend, which like, can I please find this on vinyl? I would love to have vinyl Saturdays in the shop of my favorite songs. I just honestly need to order it for myself, but I haven't yet. Um, But one of my favorite songs, Jason Mraz, Curbside Prophet, because one weird night, in high school, it was a Saturday night. I had gotten home from hanging out with one of my best friends at her house. And I was just sitting there and I wasn't quite tired. So I turned on PBS because we never had cable. And I'm watching PBS and this special on this new indie artist had come on. <laughs> and it was covering Jason Mraz and his new album, Curbside Prophet. And that song he talks about and just 
waiting for my rocket to come. And he is just basically saying, like, I know that I am capable. I know that I'm just, I am in my element. I am doing what I'm meant to do. And, like, it's only a matter of time before all of this takes off. And, you know, you look at someone like that, and that is a genre that hadn't really existed all that much. I mean, it existed, obviously, but no one had sort of danced between pop, indie, and probably people did, and I have no idea, but this PBS special was just absolutely blowing my mind. And... (laughs) That song, I remember hearing that song and not knowing, obviously, like, the impact that it would have. But I think about so many people and that are on this journey that are, like, craving and loving and and creating and creating this new vibe, this curbside profit vibe where you know that this is where you're meant to be. You know that you are in your element. You know that if you continue doing this, and I think that that's the harder part is sitting on the side, knowing that this vibration, when you're in this state, you're creating, you are just a different person, knowing that that is where you're supposed to be, but also living in this reality where people are coming in and they're telling you this is impossible or yeah, oh, let's just pull from the long list of things that were said to me over the last week in my space. <laughs> but that's what's difficult is maintaining your vibration even though people and words and stories and things are trying to penetrate that. And all I can say is that eventually you're floating above it. You aren't brought down, so you're just not even engaging. And what used to derail you and send you into fits of rage and fury because you just want to prove them wrong now just like flakes off your shoulder you know they're not right that that can't be true that's not what you're experiencing that's not the reality for you that may have been for them but it's just not you and this weightlessness that you experience is beyond anything you could have imagined. You're just walking. And eventually, once you get to walking in this belief, in this truth, in this knowing that this is where you're supposed to be. Eventually, the trajectory just keeps going up. There's really no question. And I think that it's just pulling up to the table and continuing to do the work, 
continuing to buy into that belief. That's why grayness grounding is very important, right? We have to establish that culture. We're not questioning it anymore. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Sharon, it's so nice of you to come in and share with me all of the examples of people failing at this. What a beautiful note to leave me with. Thank you. Right? But really, thank you. Thank you for coming in and reminding me that my belief alone is what matters. Everyone else's opinions, thoughts, strategies. Don't really matter from here. Because what got you here is what matters. And what got you to this place where you could begin to believe because of the energy that you feel when you are in your element, when you are actively doing the dream, that is where we pull ourselves back to. When we receive these little reminders of the spite and the hate and the disbelief and to want me to keep going with words like that because it's a long list. And there you will be floating above it all because you have created this culture, this realization, this ability to work in your element and love who you are becoming, love who you already are. And if you weren't this person, why would you still be here? If you weren't capable, how would all of these opportunities flow to you so willingly without resistance? And that's really... I think where the weightlessness comes from it comes from removing these chips and just following what's flowing. Those places where resistance exists, probably not where you're supposed to be. Where hate and spite and evilness and you'll never escape it, but you will eventually float above it. That's what's wonderful. And you'll have built yourself up so strong that you are capable of doing those big things. That you are capable of resisting what everyone wants to come tell you, warn you. Things that derailed you and created heavy existences no longer stop you, halt you, even pause you. No more. You are active in your element. And the result of your activity leads to this feeling of floating 
And maybe you're just walking right now. Maybe you're leaning more into this creative existence. But that feeling is what we want you to return to. Even when you're returning in the frustration, like even if someone comes in and just hates all your dreams into a dismal state and they have prepared a PowerPoint presentation of all the ways that you will certainly fail and have went ahead and told you every reason that what you're doing is illogical and you're not prepared, And it's wonderful that people have spent so much energy on your certain failure. And it's irrelevant. And they're choosing to spend energy on documenting and prescribing failure is energy that they're expelling, not you. Your job and my job is just to sink back into the work, to do the things that light us up, to find this floating, free feeling. And when those people come back, and they certainly will, and feel free to just cancel appointments with people who even make you question yourself and your ability, you have my endorsement to do so whether it matters or not hey someone on a podcast randomly told me that I could cancel an appointment with you because you honestly just make me feel bad about myself and I don't need that I don't need help right I had an interesting conversation with my sister this weekend like I don't remember but exactly how no it got started because this dad was watching his son perform and I was like listen If you decide that you want to be a country music star, I will be that person for you. I will go to all of your shows. I will watch you, cheer you on. I will be that person. I will be that person for anyone who wants to go after a dream. No matter how crazy it is, no matter how far they are, I will. And she said, well, you'd keep cheering me on even if I was terrible? Wouldn't that just lead to more hurt? I said, do you really need help not believing in yourself? Or do you need help believing? And she sort of paused. She was like, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I mean, whether or not you're good or get everywhere where you're going to go, you'll get better at anything you keep showing up for. You just will. And the cool and crazy thing about dreams that inspires me to push people to do them is that no matter what you do, you are going to get where you're meant to go. It really just comes down to the doing. But people stay solid in doing nothing at all. And forever talking and dreaming out loud, but never doing. And we can't create the vibration that attracts possibilities sitting on the sidelines. We have to be actively doing the dreams. And weightlessness follows that. And this feeling of levitation or floating is shortly behind there. 
And the amazing thing is all of those things that held you back, all of the people who talked down and into your dreams made them feel impossible. Can't lift their voice high enough to reach you. But you can't get there if you never actually do. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.